It's a podcast. The podcast. Hosted by Lee Michael and Robbie. Hello and welcome to a podcast, the podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Robbie. This week's episode is brought to you by Our Journey Together. Our Journey Together is a 300-plus page coffee table book written by best-selling author, Comedy Central Roast Roastee, and twice-impeached former president of Donald J. Trump. In Our Journey Together, Donald Trump aims to capture the greatness of the last four years unlike anything else that has ever been published. He also boasts that it is the book to end all books. With Our Journey Together, you can relive the unforgettable moments of President Trump's time in the White House, which includes building the southern border wall, cutting America's taxes, confirming almost 300 federal judges and three Supreme Court justices, rebuilding our military, creating space force, dealing with Kim Jong-un, President Xi, President Putin, and many other world leaders, and battling liberals on two impeachment commissions. Signed copies are now available to pre-order for just $229.99. Unsigned copies are priced at $74.99 and will ship in December just in time for the holidays. So if you want to make someone season bright, head on over to... Um... Oh. No, it doesn't say. Uh, <laughs> follow <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. on Twitter. I'm sure he'll oh, be okay. fucking peddling it. Yeah, Donald Honestly, Trump actually yeah. can't promote it himself because he didn't ha- he doesn't have social media. So his kids yes. are doing all the promotions for yes. him. I'm sure uh, so there's a Craigslist ad you can something, follow. Something, yeah. They're being sold out of somebody's garage. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it's sort of a... I don't know how old the tradition is, but I know mm. at least Barack Obama wrote a um, very lovely, very long book um, post-presidency. And Donald Trump, of course, can't read or write. So, um, right, right. He he made a picture book. <laughs> <laughs> but Donald Trump Jr. says he wrote some of his own captions. So that's nice. Wow. Yeah. Look at him. Yeah. Impressive. Jesus Christ. What a I think, fucking I think every, loser. Probably every president for a while has written a book after their after their presidency because it's like a, a guaranteed you know a couple million bucks and then you can do like right. a speaking tour and all that shit sure i can just oh i want to go to this book tour man that'd be great yeah fucking probably at the bok center <laughs> yeah probably a nice super spreader event yeah jesus christ just a photo of fucking who knows what some bullshit and he's just like this is me and here we have uh Nancy Pelosi, okay, the fake house speaker, okay. Yep. Not a fan, Nancy Pelosi. She's very nasty. <laughs> She's a very nasty woman. Blood coming out of her wherever. Okay. Oh, here's a picture of me and a little child who mowed the lawn. He said, sir, when I grow up, I want to be just like you. Okay. And I said, well... If you have a rich dad, maybe you can. Maybe you can. And that's the whole thing. And Nancy Pelosi's tits are so huge. (laughs) It's so great. And nobody will tell you this. No one one is talking about this, okay? The media won't report this, but Nancy Pelosi's tits are so huge. Okay? So busty. (laughs) Gives Ivanka a run for her money, okay? That I will tell you. I will tell you. But are they real? Uh, Many don't think so. Many don't think so. In fact, many people are saying. (laughs) They say, sir, (laughs) Nancy Pelosi's tits are so fake. What's the the deal with it? It's so hard. (laughs) Nancy Pelosi's tits are so hard. (laughs) So full of silicone. Okay. Made in China. Okay. Made in China. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! Hard tits made in China. (laughs) What a loser! So, Lee Michael, we there's potential for us to have some pretty uh, saucy breaking news while we record the podcast. We'll see if we get lucky enough. Indeed. Uh, Oh, we might right now. uh, I had to get a COVID test before I came here. Oh, nice. So let's see. I thought you were talking about. 
The email you're... literally just showed up as I was uh, starting oh. the bit. Nice. So yeah, okay. let's see. Let's see what I got. I wait. Can with we get a drum roll, breath. please? Pause okay. for the drum roll. Are you ready? I'm ready. See results, baby. Negative. Now, have you gotten your AIDS test back? <laughs> the jury's still out on that one. Uh, the jury's still out on the uh, Ahmad Arbery killing as well. Um, we might have some breaking news <laughs> with that today. <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, not the best. Not the no. smoothest. <laughs> no, definitely not. We not <laughs> my most nuanced. We segue. pivot from insinuating that the the <laughs> queer member of this podcast has AIDS <laughs> to <laughs> the Ahmad Arbery case. <laughs> Sorry. Oh Jesus! No, in order to have AIDS, I would have had to have had sex with somebody in the last like, six months. <laughs> so I think I'm probably okay. No, you could share a needle or step on one on the oh, beach that's... or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, you never know. I don't know. I don't know what you what you do with your. I rub your every needle. <laughs> I rub every needle that I yeah. shove into me down with lemon juice before it happens. So oh I think we're God. okay. Yeah, the burn we... helps me know I'm alive. Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Oof. Not ideal, that's for sure. No, no. Well, are you drinking a little mule there? What you got? Indeed, yeah. Nice. Just mm -hmm. a regular mule or is it like a special mule? Yeah, nothing special about it, my guy. Nice. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hey, real, real quick. Um, something <laughs> something I, I did not expect to see <laughs> when I Googled mm -hmm. Donald Trump's name today. <laughs> okay can you guess where this is going have you googled donald trump recently no not in a very long time okay hang on one second um <laughs> uh donald trump for some reason was awarded an honorary ninth dan black belt in taekwondo which is the highest level you can achieve yeah, and makes him a fucking master at taekwondo. <laughs> From whom? <laughs> An Asian American man who is like, I guess, on the council or whatever of taekwondo. <laughs> the council. I don't know. Um, sure, he heard. He heard that. Surely that's like an honorary doctorate or something. Yeah, but not when you give it to Donald Trump. I mean, now. Well, yeah, yeah. He's here like, he is photographed. Can you see this picture? Uh, yeah. Oh my God. He vowed to wear a Taekwondo uniform uh, in Congress when he is reelected uh, in 2024. Okay. I mean, you know what? <laughs> Fuck yeah. If that's what he's going to do, I support it. Fuck What's it, curious it is that uh, Vladimir Putin also was awarded an honorary one of those. And they're like the only political people who have, or the only people who've held political office to receive that award. Um, okay. so yeah, nice. Very, cool. very cool coincidence there. Um, maybe, maybe Donald Trump has some dirt on Putin, you know, it's like, he's like, I mean, you, get, you get me that. Okay. And I will make this go away. Okay. <laughs> Roger Stone will take care of it. <laughs> My boy, Roger Stone. Okay. You got my best man on the job. Okay, Roger Stone, Alex Jones. Okay. <laughs> and don't know. worry, Eric is nowhere near. Oh, I said, yeah, Alex Jones. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they the, they just got subpoenaed. By Fuck the yes. Feds. Hell yeah. Fuck yes. Also, yeah, Alex Jones, by the way, him. was begging for money on his show uh, because of... He's got uh, a pretty big settlement to pay. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So he was he was found... Was he found guilty or did he just settle? I don't even remember. Uh, I think he was found guilty. And like that was part of what. Uh, you had to pay like restitution or some shit. Yeah. Cool. So uh, Sandy Hook victims, parents sued Alex Jones for defamation and all sorts of shit because they cl he claimed that it was a hoax and that their dead children were just crisis actors. 
<laughs> and so they took his ass to court and he of course is complaining about the outcomes of of, of the uh the trial and uh yeah has to pay millions of dollars that he doesn't have yeah. they actually it was just like two million so yeah it was a couple million not huge but i mean you know he's probably not that wealthy right like wealthy ish but you know not like fucking yeah. money so he's begging supporters. I think he set up a GoFundMe or something. And of uh, yeah, he's just pay my illegal fees for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a grift. He yeah, just, it's he's working just for gotta, Rittenhouse. Yeah, I guess so. And he all he's got to do is just like sell more gas station dick pills on his fucking shit. And he'll be good to That's go. All he has to I don't do. know why he's begging. Yeah. Yeah. It's just business as usual, baby. Yeah. By the way, Kyle Rittenhouse did a fantastic interview on Tucker with Tucker Carlson. Uh, where he he said that he supported the BLM movement. Yeah, I saw. But that. now the BLM movement is cool uh, with the right. <laughs> I guess I should say <laughs> the right is cool with the BLM movement. <laughs> yeah, I think that's um, a little more accurate. Well, yeah, hey, because, I guess net positive question. I don't mark? know, dude. I don't know. It's yeah, like we'll the right see. is the right is accidentally becoming based just because <laughs> like the idiots that they fucking worship are like telling them what to support now and they're just doing it yeah because they don't actually have an ideology of any kind they just like follow whatever the fuck they're told to do yeah exactly you know despite being uh uh free thinking despite being free thinking wolves in a den of sheep or whatever the fuck they whatever the fuck it is um yeah yeah. what a bunch of losers (laughs) for real what a bunch of fucking nerds Mm -hmm. jesus christ dude oh man what a week Yes, indeed. A lot happening. Thanksgiving coming up. That's a big one. Huge, huge holiday. Huge, what are you, what are you doing holiday. for? What you got going on for Thanksgiving? Um, gonna be. I'm gonna uh, play Squanto in a local church pageant. <laughs> um, good, good. Yeah. Are you? Is it like a, a play, or are you gonna be like on a float in a parade? No, it's a pageant, Robbie. Not a, not a parade. Okay, sorry. I just was trying to ask a clarifying question <laughs> for the podcast, yeah. but okay. Yeah. yeah, Madeline, of course, is playing Pocahontas, and she'll naturally, be full, full brown face. Yes, um, how, uh, how which many is fine feathers? if you're doing it for a church. You know, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. They don't have little, any brown people. You know, a little black face for the Lord. It's all right. <laughs> black face for Jesus. Yeah. Well, Lee Michael, yeah, it's fine. You, you're there. You, you can sign off on it. Exactly. As the only person of color at the church pageant. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, we're just doing our usual shit. Probably going to get drunk in the morning watching the dog show. Fuck yeah. Um, and then uh, probably watch some football crap. Have dinner. And then uh, hope- hopefully I could just afford- avoid being like mean drunk. That's That's the goal. Just don't get mean drunk. <laughs> Does that often happen on holidays? No, it's just like it often happens when I start drinking early and then sober up and then drink more and then get drunk oh, again. Oh, sure. I, I realize that when you get when you come down and you <laughs> and you're sober, then you get drunk again. <laughs> that's when like the mean drunk happens. Sure, yeah. It's like Bruce Banner coming down from being the Hulk, right? And then someone <laughs> throws a tank at him, and then it's just like fuck, and then he's the Hulk right. again. But he's like right. the bigger Hulk. Well, that's what it's like. So all I'm seeing right here is a very easy solution of just not sobering up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what Which shouldn't be that hard for you, Lee Michael. No. So I think you're probably fine. Are yeah. you going to dinner like with like your dad or her family or something? Yeah, both. Nice. My dad. Go- my dad usually goes over every year. So okay. we'll be going over there, hanging out. It's going to be pretty small. Just. Her parents, Lauren and Austin, us, my dad and sister, all the dogs. There's probably going to be more dogs than people, actually. Nice. Because, uh, yeah, they have three That's dogs. Rich, yeah. Lauren and Austin have, like, four dogs. And then we have Chewy. Uh, I don't think my dad's going to bring the guinea pigs, but there'll <laughs> be a lot of dogs the there. Best. We're going to have more dogs at that house than at the fucking dog show, actually. That's Hell cool. yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Honestly, Shut that's up, how man. I wish everything holiday was just more dogs than people yeah that sounds yeah. great most most things would be improved that way true yeah yeah birthday party at chuck e cheese more dogs than people more that dogs. sounds great yep. yeah. i want to i want to pee in the ball pit with a lab that sounds cool 
<laughs> some bitch. Would you say it would be more disrespectful to to stand up and pee into the ball pit or to be sitting in the ball pit and like pee that way? Either like getting your dick out either way. Like you're not just pissing your pants in mm. the ball pit. Like you're pulling it out either way. Well, I think what I'm more concerned with is not getting pee on myself. So I think peeing into the ball pit from outside of the ball pit right. is the ideal way to pee into a ball pit, you know? Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Glad we could cover that up. I'll cross mm-hmm. that off my list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, would you? It's like, would you pee up a slide or down a slide? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if if I could like straddle the outsides of the slide and then pee up it, I might do that. Oh sure. If I were sure. drunk enough. Yeah, but you can't. But pee doesn't work that way. It, <laughs> it would just go on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about the physics of pee, Robbie. Oh, if please you, do. If you pee up onto a surface, it's not going to go up like a reverse waterfall. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you're going to get pee Obviously. up. It's going to just like splatter all over you. Well, if there's like, if it's not like a super steep incline and you get like a good enough angle, it probably won't splatter all over well, you. So like a 45 degree angle. You think sure, you I don't know. Pee up a slide? I don't know, man. How fast? What if- what if you stand and you're facing the slide, but then you tuck your dick between your legs and pee down the slide that way? What about that? <laughs> well, no matter which direction you, you face, you can you hold it behind yourself. Slide. They can hold it. You can squeeze it behind you with your legs. We can call that the Buffalo Bill. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, what, what if you just like on all fours straddled the, the edges of the slide? And there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you let it, you just let it hang there and then you just pee. Yeah. Dick to the wind for sure. Yeah. You get a nice breeze. Yeah. Floating up the gooch. Yeah. That oh yeah. Nice. Dude, right into the spread cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Honestly, <laughs> I feel good on the old, on the old butthole. On the old, <laughs> on the old cornhole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are we talking about here? <laughs> Robbie, we let's let's get away from this. We watched a movie together recently. We did. We watched two movies together. Well, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know how much we're going to talk about. I feel like I fell asleep at the end of Vampire's Kiss. You did. I woke up and you just weren't there anymore, and I was like, "Well, yeah," because I couldn't wake you up, and it was like eleven (laughs) forty-five. I was like, "I want to go to sleep," (laughs) and I thought about texting Madeline, but she'd gone to bed like an hour before that, so I figured she's probably asleep. So you know, he'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, I did. I figured it out. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much right as the credits were rolling. You, you fell mm. asleep. Because before that, you were responding to things that I was saying. And then yeah. suddenly I'm quiet for like literally like five to ten <laughs> seconds max. Like yeah. absolute max. And then there was no <laughs> reply. Nice. Typical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we watched um, The Warriors. Uh, yes, indeed. A, mo- a movie that rules very much that you had never seen before. It rules so much. Okay. It rules unfairly. It like does. the like the like Genghis Khan actually. It's the <laughs> Genghis Khan of uh gang movies. Yes, you know, I hear that said often. Yeah. Uh I, I think that um I think I saw that in um um oh, I can't think of his name. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna It'll keep come going. to me later. It'll come to me later. Uh Mark Kermode. I think Mark Kermode put that in his review. Mm. It rules like Genghis Khan. Uh, yeah, so it's cool. Um, if you're not familiar, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you don't know the plot of the Warriors, get the fuck off of here. Get the don't fuck out of here. Don't listen to this show. Get a get a life. Yeah, what the uh, fuck are you doing here? Yeah. So, what'd you think of the Warriors, Robbie? And by what the fuck are you doing here? I mean, uh, what life? Kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> i thought thought the warriors was fucking awesome yeah i'd never seen it before i'd heard a lot of people talk about it i'd seen clips obviously i know the classic warriors come out and play thing Uh, thanks for doing that for us you're welcome yeah if i if i had bottles to click uh i would but i don't so i can't it's okay uh and it was pretty fucking sweet i enjoyed it immensely it's Mm -hmm. uh super gay 
which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, pretty good. That's that's always gives it you know a lot of points mm-hmm. uh, in my book. Fin- yeah. Just f- great costumes, uh, yeah. great cinematography. Yeah, it's, it's fucking great. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a it's a very interesting movie because it was it was made by Walter Hill, who I don't imagine to have like sensibilities about things like Walter Hill <laughs> did 48 hours, which is like just not great. Um, definitely has not aged very well at all. Just like basically it's like, Oh, it's funny. There's a black guy here. Uh, <laughs> nice. It's like, it's like, look at this kooky buddy That's cop, pretty, this buddy pretty cop wacky. movie, pretty wacky that this white guy has to work with a black guy who's also a criminal. <laughs> Isn't that wacky? Yeah. Just not great. And yeah, but what's interesting about the Warriors is that it came out at the end of the seventies in the like grindhouse era. And just when all these gritty action movies were being made yeah. and it's like a total satire of masculinity almost because it's like, for sure you have all these gangs who are gang members. They do gang shit. You know, some of yeah. them are rapists. They kill people, but they, and the thing is they all wear these, very uh flamboyant costumes and they all have a theme uh every gang has its own little its own little theme going on uh and yeah some of them are very gay there's like the the dudes and like the uh they were they, they basically looked like the pink ladies from greece they had like <laughs> like pink tracks yeah, yeah yeah uh and in like sparkly sequence hats and then there's yeah, like the, the baseball the, like... theories which is like kiss but a baseball team so it's extra gay <laughs> Yeah, uh, the I mean the Warriors themselves, man, just red leather, open vests, you know, sleeveless chaps. And the, the leader's a twink, like yeah, <laughs> they're all twinks. Then, well, yeah, yeah, and then um, and yeah, and <laughs> so not, so not only do you have that, but like anytime there is a the, the character of Ajax, who's like the fan favorite of the movie, because I mean he is objectively the most badass, uh, yeah. but he's also the biggest piece of shit in the whole movie. Yeah. And uh, anytime he does anything that is like what we would consider to be toxic masculinity now, or like anytime any character has traits of what we would consider to be toxic, toxic masculinity, uh, there's consequences for it. Like he tries no. to he tries to rape a woman and that's what gets him in jail. He tries to fight people yeah, and he gets like his a, ass kicked. And yeah. like that happens throughout the movie. Uh, usually people who start the fights are the ones that lose the fights and the, the warriors, like they're just trying to run home. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not even really that badass, dude. They're just like, they <laughs> run away from almost every situation they're in. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's just, real good. it's just awesome. It's like the most anti like gang movie ever. It's like, Oh, being in a gang would fucking suck, dude. Yeah, for real. And it like handles a lot of that stuff, those themes with like a lot of tact. Yeah. Which, yeah, like you said, you wouldn't expect. And it's also like a super diverse cast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of black people, a lot of Asian people, you know, mm-hmm. you know, just a very diverse range in general. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and uh... and it's not like none of that is like called attention to either. Like that's just the casting. Well, no, it's not pandering or anything. It's just like yeah, fucking. Yeah. Uh, you know, being in a gang is uh, is an equal opportunity. <laughs> They're equal opportunity employers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and we we get a gang of lesbians as well. We and do. I mean, yes. They're I guess multi ethnic little... gang of lesbians. Yeah, multi ethnic gang of lesbians. Dude, like basically, the right would hate this movie <laughs> <laughs> if they rewatched it. You know. Well, if they actually um, paid attention, I feel like right. Yeah, a decent amount of them would watch it. Just be like, don't hurt, don't be cool, about ask me. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like when they ro- watch um, Blazing Saddles and they're like, you couldn't make a movie like this today. It's like like a movie that makes fun of racism? They're like, no, racism is awesome. <laughs> this movie <laughs> celebrates racism. Yeah, the, the, the movie made by the Jew. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're like on one hand he's a Jew, but he also said the N word, so like uh, <laughs> it's kind of balanced out, perfectly balanced. He's fine. You gave him a pass. 
Jesus. Yep. But yeah, uh, the Warriors is cool. And yeah, the whole movie is just them trying to get back to their home. And then they get back home and they're like, oh yeah, this place fucking sucks, dude. Let's just leave. <laughs> and then the movie ends yep. with them just like walking down the beach, presumably leaving yep. town. <clears throat> so cool. It's pretty fucking sweet. Great music. Yes, fantastic uh, music. As you as you said, Joe Walsh's best song was made yeah. for this movie, which I did not know that that song was made for this movie. Yeah, that's written, awesome. In the city, written by Joe Walsh for the Warriors. Also, uh, the score itself was great. Is like a, a combination of early synth music. Yeah. Oh, oh, I guess like later, like I mean, Carpenter was doing synth scores, and like there was Goblin, and you know, a lot of a lot of bands were doing synth stuff so it's not like groundbreaking but it's like synth and also rock which is cool yeah but still yeah relatively early on like the synth wave yeah thing yeah and then uh good cinematography the whole movie is at night except for the very end and all the night stuff looks great um looks great on blu-ray i'm sure it'd look fucking amazing in 4k if they release that uh yeah just awesome movie like nothing to complain about not at all no uh and the fight the fights range from just like oh we just gotta do what we gotta do to get away to like beating people's ass and it's awesome yeah Yeah. (laughs) especially considering that it's like from the 70s which i got a lot of even in like really great movies a lot of the fight stuff just does not look super good if it isn't chinese basically uh yeah it it looks it looks pretty good it works it's pretty good yeah it gets good stunt work uh, the, the, my favorite fight is, um, when they get attacked in the bathroom in the subway and people are getting thrown through yeah. stall doors and into the mirrors and yes, that gang that. was awesome. Cause like one of the lead guys <laughs> was wearing rollerblade or roller skates and bell bombs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember what that gang is called, but yeah, the leader uh, yeah. just has roller skates on. <laughs> like nineteen <1970s> seventies <laughs> gay so roller skates. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah, seriously. And he has like the long seventies twink hair and everything. Yeah. And he's the the shirt's like tucked into the bell bottoms and he's like going side to side down the I think he had he overalls. Might have been. Yeah, he might have been bell-bottoms. overalls. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also gay. Also um, gay. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, I think I think Robbie, the argument could be made that this is uh like uh a gay cinema uh just like iconic just an iconic piece of gay cinema. I mean it know? should be if it's right not. Up there I, with... haven't, I haven't actually looked it up to see <laughs> if it is or not, but it should All be. Right. I'm gonna Google it right now. I mean it's it feels like it would just slot right into that canon, you know? So for this and Nightmare on Elm Street too. Yeah. Neck and neck. All right. So I just Googled is the Warriors movie gay? And the okay. first result is from Gothamist.com. It's an article titled The Warriors Are So Gay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. Yeah. Um <laughs> dude. Oh my god. The premise sounds tough, and as kids, we thought the Warriors were badasses. But now, in the age of gangster rap and semi-automatic, the the Warriors appear to be one thing: big flaming fags. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, dude! Jesus, yeah, Um, really, really coming out with that one. Yeah. Uh, Holy shit! I was just I was really thrown <laughs> off by that. I know, um, yeah. I really was would not have expected that. Yeah, yeah. Good times. Uh, uh-huh. There's also an article called "A Gender Odyssey: The Warriors," <laughs> and it's just about yeah, gay subtext in the Warriors. I mean, yeah, you don't really have to look that hard for it. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> especially, pretty... especially when the badass warrior threatens to sodomize the the guy dressed up like a member of Kiss. <laughs> and that's like one of the most iconic lines from the movie (laughs) yeah i really was not expecting uh the kiss baseball players to just get fucking oh just in general general? not expecting them to have kiss like i was not expecting star child to come out dressed (laughs) like a scooby-doo character oh man it's that's good stuff yeah so we watch the Warriors, uh, and then we follow that up with uh, the the equally incredible 
um nicholas cage masterpiece vampire's kiss yes that movie uh, <laughs> fu- is fucking awesome and if you haven't seen it watch it. It, it stop listening to this go watch it it's on amazon yeah it's it is peak nicholas cage which is interesting because it's also pretty early career nicholas cage <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is um well, he peaked early and he stayed at that level for many years. <laughs> That's which is true. Awesome. Yeah. He, he hit that level and then just rode it through the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Right into Lord of war. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he went away for a while, yeah. but yeah, it's like, um, it's one of my favorite comedies and, uh, it was intended to be a comedy. I think, I think people classify it as a, it's so bad. It's good type of movie because of Nicolas Cage. Yeah. But I think I think that's the point. Um I mean I think I'm yeah, pretty sure it's it's classified it's those, as a I think it's a horror comedy technically. Okay. Yeah. For me it's like one of those where it's a little hard to tell. Certainly in the case of it being a comedy which I lean toward that being intentional, it's hard to tell what is and isn't supposed to be funny because the whole thing is just so f- fucking batshit insane well it's I just a, the whole thing i mean it's I just, a wacky I, I, satire I about mental health <laughs> I mean, what the fuck <laughs> yeah dude it's fucking it's fucking wild yeah so and it has so, some of the the greatest line delivery that you will ever see yeah in a fucking movie oh it's amazing it's amazing and uh another amazing thing about it is like um <laughs> I just remember when Nicolas Cage uh buys the plastic vampire teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he goes around and he he kills a woman with this on. So yeah, so Nicolas Cage, <laughs> after having a few one night stands, uh he has a one night stand with someone who turns out to be a vampire and she bites him. Uh and he's slowly becoming a vampire. And the movie's about his realization that he's becoming a vampire. Only he's not. He's actually hallucinated the whole situ- the whole scenario. And he's just insane. Yes. And uh, he thinks he's becoming a vampire. <laughs> and he's trying to convince himself that he's a vampire. Uh, to the point where, yes, he goes into a store to buy... At first, he's trying to buy a caps for his teeth. Like yes. sharp canine vampire caps. Uh, but he can't afford it. So he just buys like the cheapo plastic Dracula teeth that we've all seen. We've all yes. worn like 99 cent plastic vampire teeth. Yeah. And he, ter- and he terrorizes surprise. Manhattan with those on and it's he fucking just starts, amazing. Yeah. Immediately just puts them in his mouth and does the thing that everybody does when they get them where he just starts opening and closing his mouth. <laughs> and then he wanders into the streets of Manhattan <laughs> and starts harassing people he, he goes- and then kills a woman. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, there's a scene where <laughs> he's in like Central Park or something, and he just takes a pigeon and he just eats the raw pigeon. Yeah, <laughs> his apartment. Yeah, he grabs a pigeon and then leaves, and then it like cuts to his apartment and just shows you like a trail of feathers <laughs> into the kitchen. And he's like got blood around his mouth, and he's, and he's like... just belching. <laughs> he's That's like right. holding he's his like... sides. He's holding his side and he's belching, dude. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And um, shit, like early on in the movie, they're like he he's like doing his one night stand, the first one that you see in the movie, and then this like the the world's shittiest uh, prop bat flies into his apartment, and he tries to get it out, and he's telling his uh, shrink about it later, <laughs> and he talks about how he was uh, uh what's the, what's the code? I was uh, doing Mortal Kombat with a fucking bat. <laughs> yeah, it's that is the, that is my favorite scene. Yeah, he's telling her how he was fighting off the bat, and he's like, and he was aroused, and that's like, like the thing. He was like sexually aroused. <laughs> He's like, and I'll be damned if I wasn't the least bit turned on. And then uh, <laughs> she's like, you were aroused by the bat? Uh, and, then, and then the conversation goes, and then the other best part is he's like, well, I was pretty horny. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. I, the, the, the fact that this sounds like our Trump impressions, that's just the, the voice that Nicolas Cage does. For the yeah, that's the other movie. thing. Yeah, he does. And I wonder if it was supposed to be Donald Trump. Because he... He said in a, uh, I don't know, it's in the trivia. I don't know what interview it was for. Probably some press for the movie or whatever, which was a huge flop, of course. But um, he said that it was like a faux uh, wealthy slash like, like pseudo intelligent, but only intelligent to the person doing the accent accent. Right. So he's basically 
He's basically doing a voice that was supposed to be an impression of someone he thinks is shitty. <laughs> so I wonder if it was Donald Trump or or what, or if it was just like, I don't know, what he thought, like some somebody who thinks they're wealthier than they are would sound like yeah. Donald Trump. Uh, but yeah, he's, <laughs> he's doing this voice, which it really is uncanny how much it sounds like a Trump impression. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. God, it's so fucking good. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> presuming that taking it at face value, which I would like to do, it makes it one of the greatest comedies ever made, I would say. <laughs> God, it's so fucking great. It's I mean, it's hilarious, dude. It's because it's like his performance is so crazy, but everyone else is just like normal, like what you would expect from like a shitty drama, basically. Yeah. Um, which again, it's like I really I can't tell how much of that stuff is intentional or not. Right. Oh, Robbie. Yales. When we left last week, I I was uh, going to be on my way to see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Indeed. Um, well, I uh, I didn't see that, but I saw Shang-Chi in the Legend of the Ten Rings. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, Madeline wanted to watch it because Aquafina's in it. And... Uh, okay. I was like, well, I like Aquafina. So we watched it. Ooh, yeesh, was man. it was it very okay? Yeah. At one point I I was kind of falling asleep and I was like, we could literally be watching Ryu and the Last Dragon, and I could not tell the difference right now. I was like half asleep just listening to Aquafina yelling, and there's dragons fighting each other <laughs> in like mystical Okay. Uh, Asian shit happening, and I was like, "This could be Ryu and the Last Dragon," um, or what other movie was like? Like, oh, it could. It's also like this, but then I was like, "Oh, that's a little insensitive." I shouldn't bring that up. But yeah, it was just like I don't know. <laughs> it was fucking lame, dude. It was so lame. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm just like, what are they doing? What is this crap? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing here? Okay. No, just fucking, I don't even remember half the movie, dude. It washed over me. Mm. It starts and there's some shit. His dad's like a thousand years old because right. he has rings. And um, I guess the I guess the rings kept him immortal, but he takes them off and like doesn't still doesn't age. So I don't know if his dad was just like a, some sort of demigod when he was born or what. It kind of honestly, you know what? It reminded me of Aquaman. Okay. But it wasn't unintentionally funny. It was just like really dull and it had some of the worst CGI. I feel like we say this a lot with Marvel, but it had the worst CGI I've seen in a blockbuster since like the mummy returns, dude. It was bad. Um, it's like, dude, anytime glass breaks, it's the same exact fucking glass simulation where like the middle gets blown out and there's just like jagged edges around the border <laughs> every <laughs> single time. It's exactly the same. And so much glass breaks in this movie for some reason. Uh, the big fight that you see in the trailer that's on um, the ATF uh, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, horrible. Just absolutely horrible. Just CGI shit everywhere. And it's just comically funny, dude. Like the, I don't know, dude, the brakes fail. And then the bus driver is like, he like, hits his head on the steering wheel gets knocked unconscious and like flies out of the seat. And then he's Aquafina has to drive the bus and she's like, Whoa, I'm so awkward. And I've never driven a bus. And she's like crashing into stuff. And then he's fighting a guy with, for some reason, a sword for an arm. Sure. <laughs> it looks like it looked like some treasure planet shit. I was like, I thought this was the MCU. Like you're telling me he doesn't have anything more advanced than like a, a peg arm. Like a sharp peg arm. What the fuck is this? And then for some reason there was like people that may have had the extremist virus or whatever. Cause there were like fire breathing people that like glow red or something at one okay, point. Sure. I don't really remember. It was fucking weird. Um, fuck yeah. And then at the end, uh, Aquafina saves the day after one archery lesson. She shoots a dragon straight through the neck with an arrow from about five million feet away. <laughs> uh, and then her and Shang-Chi get recruited by Wong to, I guess, be part of the Avengers or whatever. Um, yeah, just not just just not very good. Had Sweet. The, the weirdest thing about it 
was just how cheap it felt. Like it had, it had sitcom pacing and like sitcom dialogue. And it was also the dialogue itself was paced like a sitcom. It was just very weird. Uh, and like I said, all the special effects looked really cheap. None of the CGI was good. Horrible, horrible green screen. Um, just unforgivable shit, dude. Mm. Just unforgivable. It was bad. Um, there's there's two two aspects about it I did like. One of them was there's this little, it's like half pig, half chicken, and it doesn't have a face. It's like a magical creature from this magical realm in okay. China or some shit. I don't know. Uh, his name is Morris. He's very cute, very charming. Oh, I'm a sucker for for uh, animals in these types of movies. Of and yeah, he, he was a great little animal for this movie. Uh, and the biggest surprise of the movie uh, was that Ben Kingsley reprises his role as Trevor from Iron Man 3 wow. and is in like half this movie. <laughs> and he's the best part of the whole movie. What? Like how? What context? So this was this was another thing that I I thought was handled pretty well. Uh, so Shang-Chi's dad is the head of the Ten Rings, like the real Ten Rings. And he explains that the Ten Rings is an organization that's existed for thousands of years that topples government, blah, 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 whatever. You know, cliche shit that yeah. shadow organizations do. Yeah. Um, and their name was appropriated by a terrorist organization that I guess wanted to use their name to sort of like take credit for their other work as well and be scarier. I guess the gist of it. Um, and I guess the 10 rings from Iron Man one was part of the real 10 rings. Uh, the people that kidnapped Tony Stark, the a Afghan terrorists. Right. Um, I guess they're part of the real 10 rings. That was a little unclear, but the 10 rings from Iron Man three, that guy Pierce ran uh, Killian or whatever the fuck his name was. Um, they appropriated the name and they got Trevor as a figurehead and, uh, gave him the name, the Mandarin. And it's basically just like a racist moniker. <laughs> it's just like an insensitive, not right. PC name that they gave him because the real 10 rings was Asian. So, uh, he broke Trevor out of prison and was going to torture him and kill him at his compound. Uh, and then they were all sort of charmed by his uh, horrible, horrible Shakespeare uh, plays. And so they basically just had him around as like a jester, like fucking <laughs> um, like in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he does Simple Jack, they basically kept him around for that. Uh, and so, yeah, he has his own room in the compound and he just like does monthly plays for them or whatever and lives That's there. Awesome. And um, Morris is somehow ended up there as well. I guess was a pet or whatever that Shang Chi's dad had. Uh, and Trevor thought it was a hallucination. Uh, <laughs> and Trevor can fully understand him and they have this great friendship and um, they use Morris to access like the secret realm or whatever. And it was great. That stuff with Trevor and Morris was the best parts of the movie. And I genu yes. genuinely enjoyed all of that a lot. Uh, and yeah, I'm just like, dude, give Trevor a fucking standalone movie of him. Yeah, just like real. a struggling actor. That'd be great. Yeah. He talks about <laughs> he talks about uh, he wanted to become an actor when his mom took him to see Planet of the Apes because uh, he thought the apes were real. And then his mom explained to him, no, they're actors. And he thought, oh, my God, they taught apes how to act. <laughs> 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 so he thought if an ape can do it, so can I. <laughs> That's how he became an actor. <laughs> yeah. So that stuff was great. Um, I would say it was, yeah, it was great. Uh, and then the rest of it was just crap. So whatever. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, good. Not enough Glad. to make the movie worth watching by any means, but if you can find yeah. some Trevor, like best of Trevor clips on YouTube or whatever, definitely watch those. Those are. Yeah, those maybe are I will. Just yeah. say, I wasn't planning on seeing it, but. I still wouldn't, but uh, I, I need to. I need to just not. I can just not see a Marvel movie for a very long time, and I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm telling you, man, get get Trevor, 
an origin movie about how he got into acting, and I'd I'd watch that over any of this other crap for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd give him a show or something. Fuck it. Yeah. Why? Well, <laughs> oh God. Give him a Disney Plus. I mean, fucking. Uh, Catherine Hahn is getting a standalone Disney Plus show. Yeah. Why not? Give dude? one to Sir Ben Kingsley. Fucking everyone gets a show. Yeah. Fuck it. Ugh. Jesus Christ. I just can't. I'm still I'm still holding out for that Aunt May solo movie. That'd be great. <laughs> Starring Sally Fields. Jesus Christ, dude. Fucking lame. Anyways. Do you uh, see the thing um, from Sally Fields? I think it's like maybe like two, two years old, maybe. She was on uh, Stern. And he just straight up asked her if she likes those movies or not. And she was just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> of course they're fucking terrible of course yeah she yeah like them. i just love the candor she was just straight up i can't remember there was more of an explanation as to like why she did them or whatever but she was just like no not really i don't yeah. think they're good <laughs> <laughs> yeah which of course if you're fucking sally fields like you know legendary actor yeah i mean she, if you were the flying nun <laughs> you ever see that show no okay yeah that's that was uh, Sally Field's big break. She was the flying nun. She was oh, the titular yeah. flying nun. <laughs> the very same. Yeah. It was like, we need we need like a witchy show, but for uh, good Christians. Oh, a nun that flies around and uh, bestows uh, goodwill and uh, good advice to people. Ah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It's like bewitched, but lame because she's a nun. She's, a She's not a hot nun. witch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, you could have at least made her a hot nun. <laughs> the hot nun. Maybe that's a show. That's its own show. <laughs> yeah, it's the the follow up to the bad pope or whatever the fuck it's called. Dude, actually, there. Paul Verhoeven just made that movie. <laughs> it's called Benedetta, and it's. Um, <laughs> have you heard of this? <laughs> no, but I mean, it's Paul Verhoeven, so I'm sure it's great. Uh, people were not very cool with uh, some of the uh, explicit things that happened in this movie. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, regarding lesbian nuns and uh, <laughs> masturbating with religious idols, but uh, <laughs> so the reception hasn't been great. Uh, people are shocked. Okay. But yeah, I, I think it debuted at Con or whatever last year. Either Con or Sundance, but uh probably Con cuz it's Paul Verhoeven. But yeah. It's a movie, it's like semi-autobiographical. He said they took liberties, for example, masturbating with religious idols. Yeah. Um yeah. It's basically like the Christian version of like <laughs> Imagine if somebody made like adapted The Diary of Anne Frank. But they just put in like Hardcore lesbian sex scenes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, like basically, imagine if blue is the warmest color was like based on the diary of Anne Frank, you know. But they still had the eight minute scissoring scene in there. Um, that's what this movie is. It's just about like this this nun that's like, uh, uh, exploring her sexuality and like having this sexual awakening. And there's yeah. other drama happening as well. But that's I think the the main thing and how she sort of just like goes against everything that she was, she was taught uh, right in, in Christian school or whatever the fuck. Well, they don't teach you to shove a crucifix up your snatch at, at Catholic school. I mean, maybe, maybe at some of them. That's you know? true. Yeah. We can't speak for all Catholic schools. Yeah. I would hate to do that. That would be disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. The Catholic Church deserves a little bit more respect than that, Robbie. <laughs> yes, I will be more respectful of nuns and their cunts. Yeah. <laughs> They're nuns, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, let's see here. It has an 85% apparently it overall. Does. Ooh, 69% on so. Metacritic. Nice. Nice. It, it comes out here on December third. Hell yeah! Yeah. Have to go check it out. I mean, yeah, dude. I'll just I'm just glad that Paul Verhoeven is out there doing the damn thing still. He has been. He just doesn't make Hollywood movies anymore. 
He yeah, made, um, that, yeah, that probably wouldn't work. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not era. at all. Not at all. Um, he was out after Holly, hollow man. Uh, he made a movie called L a couple of years ago that was very well received. Uh, that was like, a very untraditional, like rape revenge movie. Um, that's got a 91% on Ron's tomatoes. So he's just, you know, in Europe making critically acclaimed shit. That's also shocking people. And <laughs> as he does. Yeah. Yeah. Just explicit <laughs> sex and violence as always. Nothing new. And what a fucking run of Hollywood movies he made though. Robocop, Total Recall, Basic Instinct, Showgirls, Starship Troopers. I mean, yeah. Back to back to back. To back to back. I mean, Basic Instinct was a huge hit. It was. They all were. Well, not uh, not Showgirls, but... Or Starship <laughs> Troopers, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, well-liked. Yeah. Uh now <laughs> now they are yeah yeah that's what i mean <laughs> if you weren't if you weren't a, a horny boy uh in the 90s when starship troopers came out or showgirls i guess uh you weren't you weren't into it but uh or basic instinct yeah yeah i think that was his last big uh commercial hit was basic instinct any guesses as to why <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I wonder. Hmm. Hmm. And fortunately, Sharon Stone's vagina couldn't save his career. No, but it helped hers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she it wasn't like strong more. enough to save both their careers. <laughs> Just one. Her vulva is only so powerful. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Poor Sharon Stone. She's fine. I know. I feel like, um, so she like went on to claim that she didn't know that that scene was going to happen. Yes. They, yeah. She could they, that she didn't know they were filming. I don't know. Well, the, she didn't know that, it, that it would be in the movie. Yeah. That it would be used. Something like that. She says Paul Verhoeven asked her to remove her underwear because there was a glare that was like reflecting in the camera and it was, it was causing like basically just a glare in the scene. Mm. So he asked her to remove them, but she didn't think that her uncrossing her legs like that would actually be in the movie. Right. Right. And I'm just gonna, based on what I've heard from Paul or like about Paul Verhoeven's character and stuff. I feel like that's not exactly true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Who knows? He might, he might make like, I wouldn't say trashy movies, but he might make movies that are about like sex and violence, but he doesn't come across as a scumbag based on what people say about him. Yeah, I agree. He's one of the good ones. Here's for hoping (laughs) no news comes out. (laughs) Hey, when they, (laughs) when they did the, the shower scene in Starship Troopers, him and the crew were naked as well to make the actors comfortable. (laughs) Now that's how you do it. Now that, fuck yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think that would, if I was an actor on that side, I think I'd be more uncomfortable. <laughs> the key yeah, grip is just fucking standing say, there. Yeah, the, the fucking 60 year old lighting guy standing there with his balls hanging out. The best boy, just like rock hard. Standing <laughs> off his, or like the gaffer. I would, that would be horribly uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. It's like, what if we just closed the set? Maybe that would or, be. Ooh, or the DP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 man. Jesus Christ. Anyways, <laughs> what did you watch this week, Robbie? I started watching the uh, What We Do in the Shadows show. Yesterday oh, nice. With, with my older sister. We got three episodes in, three, four episodes in, something like that. It's solid. It's very good. It carries the spirit of the movie while like still being its own thing. That's nice to hear. Yeah. Cool. Are you have... surprised? Oh, sorry. Do you have more to say? No. Not at all. Okay. Uh, Well, I was just going to say, I'm surprised to see the internet blowing up of people who I guess didn't know that Maury, the, the uh, hormone uh, puberty goblin, whatever the fuck he is in big mouth uh, Mm. is not voiced by Will Arnett, which I thought was obvious, but apparently not because like people are freaking out about it. Isaac texted me about it yesterday. Who is it voiced by? 
Nick Kroll. Oh, okay, okay. That one of the sense. creators of the show, and he doesn't voice one of the main kids, so who else would he be? And it sounds like Nick Kroll. Like, I get I thought, it does whoa, sound... Whoa, 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 Nick Kroll doesn't voice the kid? I believe John Mulaney voices the main, like, male kid. Nick Kroll voices the, like, a blonde girl. No, Nick, no, John Mulaney is not the main kid. I thought John Mulaney is Nick the main Kroll kid. Nick Kroll is the main kid. <laughs> no, Nick Kroll's not the main, it's John Mulaney. John Mulaney is the best friend, who's like Chucky from the Rugrats. I don't remember. I've only watched the first season, so I don't remember. <sighs> yeah, Nick Kroll voices Noah, the oh, main yeah. kid. Oh, okay. Well, then he's also well, he's also the hormone monster. Anyway, doesn't matter. Wait, it why does, is it does sound like a voice that Will Arnett would do, but it still also yeah. to me sounds like Nick Kroll. Yeah, no, it does sound like Will Arnett. Uh, so I can see why people would think it's Will Arnett. But not everyone that does a gravelly voice is Will Arnett. I know, right? Oh, Richard Kind is in this. Dude, this cast is insane. I haven't watched past the first season, but uh, it's a pretty good show. Yeah, yeah, I like the first season a lot. Yeah, it's good stuff. Madeline's been watching the latest season. Has she so, uh, She kept herself up to up to date? I believe so, yeah. She keeps up with so many shows. I don't know how she does it. Well, you know, you know what? I do know. How, no, I do know how she does it, Robbie. She doesn't watch. She doesn't just watch hours of YouTube. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When when you have other forms of entertainment at your disposal. Yeah. Yeah, I've gotten bad at watching stuff, man. I'm just like, fuck it. Yeah, me too. I've just gotten open very bad. YouTube. Yeah. Yep. I watch people watch movies I've seen a hundred times. <laughs> it's my yeah, toxic trait. You know. Well, it's one of them. It's one of them. <laughs> Top five toxic trait that About I have. Right. Watching people watch movies that I and the have other seen. one is that you care too much. <laughs> I didn't know you were at my job interviews. <laughs> I'm always listening, Lee Michael. <laughs> What's your biggest flaw? Uh, I think I care too much about the customers. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest flaw is that I hate this fucking question next. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Have you ever dude. been asked that kind of shit in a job interview? I actually never have. Oh, yeah. Funny. Like what your biggest flaw is? Yeah, I've never, I've never gotten that one. I've gotten plenty of stupid questions, but not that one. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten all the stupid questions. I don't know, maybe I haven't. I just blocked it out because I didn't answer it really because it's a fucking stupid question that doesn't tell you anything about my ability to do the job, but whatever. I did, did I tell you about the um, virtual interview I did recently? Well, I guess, uh, it's been a couple months, I guess. I know I told maybe, you I did yeah, like I, a... I did we talk about that on the podcast or did you just tell me about it? I told you about like a weird phone one I did. And I think yeah. I talked about that on the podcast, but I did an actual uh, virtual one where oh. it's like a video interview. But what was so weird was, so it's a, it was a local place in Edmond, just like a private optometry office. And um, I got, um, Jesus Christ. Uh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Just watching my credit score burn in real time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, Interesting. Just uh, don't worry about it. Uh, so, anyways, uh, look, man, two miss, two late payments will fuck you hard. By the way, yeah, just that's yes, why. Um, so, anyways, uh, I get a text to to uh, sign up for an online interview, and it's from a a Florida area code, and it was definitely a bot, but it was like legit right okay uh and so i i do it and uh it's like some third-party company that hosts virtual interviews and they're like you're going to be given a prompt and then you have this amount of time to think about your response you have this amount of time to film your response and you have these amounts of times to redo it right it took me like two hours bro it took me longer than a real interview because Jesus. it was just, it was just so weird man like you just read a prompt and then you just like sit here like this and you film a fucking response, you know, yeah, and it was weird. just so weird. And there was no human contact at all in this entire 
interview process. Uh, and then I didn't hear anything. And they were just like, they were like, uh, well, the position has been full for a while, but we're going to keep your, no, they said, we're not actively hiring right now. Yeah, despite okay, sure. posting the job interview and they said we'll, we'll keep your interview on file or whatever i was like what the fuck is this but um anyways they asked me this question at the end that was worded so poorly it was like if you it said if you could do anything in the world what would it be what the fuck does that mean <laughs> yeah i was like wait what <laughs> like if i could be anything or if I could do anything, <laughs> what are you talking hey, about? Yeah, what the? That doesn't. That's a fucking meaningless, yeah, stupid fucking if you question. Could, if you could do anything in the world, what would? You, or no, no, no. That's what it said. If you could what do I, anything fucking... in the world, what would you be? That's what it said. So it's even more confusing. Jesus Christ! If you could do anything in the world, what would you be? That's what was it was. This written by a five-year-old. And so I said, uh, I said I would. Uh, I. S- <laughs> this is probably why I didn't get the job. I said I would in, uh, invent interstellar travel uh, specifically to end the billionaire space race. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. They're probably like, nope, next. <laughs> yeah. But paste. hey, you kept 10 toes down. So that's all that matters. Yeah. Just like, what the fuck is this, dude? Yeah. That's a fucking stupid question. Ugh, I hate that crap. Yeah. Yeah. Job interviews are the fucking worst. Yeah. Hate it. Absolutely hate it. Hate it. I'm just going to quit working, man. Do it. I'm tired of it. Do I'm going to sell my earthly possessions and just like fucking, I don't know. Vibe. <laughs> just vibe out. Just, I don't know. Just fucking sell all my earthly possessions and fucking vibe, dude. Just vibe out, dude. Just walk the earth. Fuck yeah. I'd be a bum. Who cares? Yeah, at this point. This existence is meaningless, bro. Just go somewhere warm. You'll be fine. I'll just migrate like birds do. That's what homeless people should be doing, by the way. Yeah, they never think to just. They never like. Oh, it's winter. They never think to just go somewhere warm. I know it's really stupid, and you could you could see birds everywhere. You could see when they're leaving, and then you could be like, "Oh, that's where I gotta go." Follow the birds, man. Yeah, just follow the birds. They don't think they don't think about that. They're not wired like that. Uh, no, but yeah, dude, like, I I always wonder, why don't they just go south for the winter? <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered why homeless people don't go south for the winter. Yeah, I mean, look, if you're going to spend all day just standing there, <laughs> just walk somewhere, you know, like, <laughs> you're already outside, you have nothing else to do, just walk for a while, <laughs> south, yep. if it's winter. Yep north if it's summer just go somewhere else you know dude go down to if if i was homeless right now here i Uh would i would spend the first month of of winter migrating (laughs) to st louis because home or not st louis sorry new orleans because uh homeless people there make a shitload of money uh (laughs) if you have any sort of like wacky props or goofy outfits you can go down to bourbon street and pedal and make a shitload of money um, bro. And then, you know, just, just stockpile tips for the winter, go back up North in the summer, have a nice little vacation in the Hamptons, you know, in the street, of course. And, yes, uh, yes. yeah, dude, that's cake, bro. That's like living <laughs> life easy, right easy, there. easy. You got it made, sure. dude. You got it made. No bills, no paper trail, you know, don't even need your social security card anymore heard it here first folks just and then just do that till you die eventually it's fine the the uh, podcast the podcast uh hot tip of the week there was when i was in new orleans there was a guy who owned a really really fat pug and he was just in the middle of the street sitting down with his pug and uh he was charging people a dollar per pet to pet his pug and people (laughs) loved it bro he had like three full fucking tip jars of nice. all kinds of bills dude because it was one dollar per pet so people were giving him like five dollars and just like Going giving little belly rubs dude you know nice. it's like bro that's it that's like <laughs> he that's probably great. made three hundred dollars easy that night yeah there you go amazing it's i mean imagine takes, imagine making 70k a year just having people pet your dog <laughs> and you don't have to pay a mortgage or rent 
you don't have a car payment or any insurance uh or any teeth no taxes no teeth no dent you know no no dental work to be done yeah, no, no teeth, teeth no problem that's what i say yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly uh you could choose starburst gum and uh <laughs> and yeah dude just fucking vibing all night just partying on bourbon street do you take that money go to the bar they never close and uh at least not yeah. from what i remember Dude, just hang out with your dog all day. That sounds go. awesome. You only have to pedal for a couple hours. <laughs> You're your own boss. I mean, it's great. It sounds amazing. <laughs> it's the perfect life. It's Everyone the American dream. It. He was living the American dream. I'm certain. Goddamn right he was. God bless America. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to this episode of a podcast. The podcast. <laughs> oh, do you have any? Do you have any? No, no. Let, let's end it right now. Right, if you, <laughs> let's fucking end it all. If you liked what you just heard, you can find us same place, same time next week, baby. That's right. Unless we forget.